This is the Austin Life Church podcast. For more information, please visit us at austinlifechurch.com. If you look back throughout the history of time, you'll see these moments, these points in, in time that have shaped and, and altered the course of history, of life as we know it. Now, these, these points are called inflection points. These significant moments that change the course of direction and change the way that, that things were going. Our lives have, have been shaped and impacted by these inflection points throughout history. We've had tragedies that have altered the way of life. 9-11 has changed the way that we view and approach life. The Hitler-Nazi regime is another one. We've had victories in life that have altered the way things are today. July 4th, Independence Day, right? Uh, the Emancipation Proclamation is another one. Or the 19th Amendment, giving women the right to vote. There have been inventions a point along the way that have shaped how life is today. The discovery of electricity, the invention of the steam engine, the internet. Where would we be without the internet today? Throughout history, there are those moments, those points that, that change everything, right? But then individually and personally as well, you, you have moments in time, points in time that, that have changed the course of life for you. Maybe when you met that special someone or tragically lost a special someone. When you moved out of the house and got accepted and started college at your dream spot. When you landed a job or even lost a job. When you had and started a family or, or when you lost the financial planning that you had. There's, there's points in life that, that happen and shape and change the way that, that we live today. We've all encountered these moments, all of us. But there's one moment, there's one point that I believe stands above the rest. One moment in time that flipped the world upside down and forever changed the world as we know it. And that moment was the moment that Jesus Christ rose from the dead and walked out of the grave. When that angel told the women, he's not here. This Jesus whom you look for, this Jesus whom was cru- who, you, who was crucified, he's not here. He was risen. That moment in time changes everything. Everything. The world as we know it today is different because of that moment. Your life, my life today is different because he is risen. So why is that so significant? Why is the resurrection of Jesus such a big deal, such a life-altering moments in time. Well, for starters, because he is risen, he is who he says he is. If, if Jesus never rose from the dead, then sure, he lived a pretty impressive life and it, it was something to write about, but he's just another man. You know, he, he's probably mostly be forgotten by now. In 1 Corinthians 15, Paul says, if, if Jesus has not risen, then our faith is futile and we are the most to be pitied. But But if Jesus did rise from the dead, and and I wholeheartedly believe that he did, then everything changes. We have to do something with that reality. We cannot ignore the fact that a man who was dead rose from the dead and is alive today. We have to do something with that. It gives credence to Christianity. It gives validity to our faith. He is who he says he is. He is the redeemer. He is the healer. He is the one who has come to save and to restore mankind back to a relationship with God. Because he is risen, he is who he says he is. 
But also, because he has risen, our lives are impacted and changed and made different today. My life today is different because Jesus rose from the dead. In John 20, we see Jesus uh, revealing himself to his disciples for the first time after his resurrection. And we see their lives different. We see their lives change because he is risen. In verse 19, it says, On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. And the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. And Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. See, because Jesus is risen, our lives are impacted today. Think about the context for this. Think about what's happening. It's only a few days after Jesus has been crucified and executed and put in a tomb. And you've got his disciples gathered in a room, literally terrified for their lives. If the man that they had followed, the, the one who they said was the one, the, the Redeemer, the Messiah, if they had killed this guy, what would they do to them? Like, well, what could happen to their safety or their families or their, their well-being? And so they're literally huddled up in this room, terrified, afraid. What do we do now? Where do we go from here? Where do we turn? What does life look like going forward? The storm of life has so surrounded them and, and they're not sure what to do. And then in a moment, everything changes because where the door was locked, all of a sudden now Jesus comes in and is present among them. Jesus shows up. This man who was dead and buried is now alive and standing with them and everything changes. And the first thing that Jesus brings to their life is peace. Jesus, because he has risen, brings peace to the, to the fearful person, brings rest to the restless soul. Peace be with you, he says. And we're, we're all looking for peace. We, we all want to have rest. St. Augustine said many years ago, O oh Lord, oh Lord, you've created us for yourself and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Man, if you're looking for peace today, it's found in Jesus. Because he has risen, he's able to offer peace. The greatest peace that we all need is the peace with God. Reconciliation into a relationship with God. The, the Bible says that we've all sinned. But that it means that we've all walked away from God and chosen to do life our own way. We've chosen to live for ourselves and that, that separates us from God. That puts a, a chasm, a divide. Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. Because we have sinned, we've been separated from God. But Jesus came to fix what we broke. He came to stand in my place so I could stand in his so when Jesus died on that Friday, he died so that my sins could be paid for by his suffering. And now because he is risen, he's able to offer me new life with God, a, a restoration with God, reconciliation back into relationship. And so we can have peace with God. The greatest peace that we all need is that peace with the Father. And Jesus offers that because he is risen. No matter how far away you think you are, peace is there to be had with God.
through Christ. He, he moves near to the broken. He offers you peace today by faith in him as he removes your sins and gives you new life. But the second thing that we see then in verse 21, Jesus says, as the father has sent me, even so I am sending you. So Jesus, because he has risen, is able to give us peace with God, and he's also able to give us a purpose that goes far beyond ourselves. We all look to make the most out of life. We're all seeking to, to accomplish and to live for whatever reason we're created, and Jesus offers us a purpose that is greater than one we could ever imagine, an eternal purpose that will far surpass this lifetime. He says in the same way that he was sent, now he's giving us that same purpose purpose and mission. He's sending us out. Well, here's the deal. If you're saved, you're sent by Jesus the same way that he was sent. And so what did Jesus come for? How or why was he sent? We, we see in the, in the scripture that he came to, to serve and to welcome in the lonely, to lift up the hurting, to, to love the outcast. But I think John 3, 16 and 17 tells us perhaps the, the greatest reason why Jesus came, why he was sent. He said, God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. See, Jesus was sent to do the will of God and to save the world around him. He was sent to glorify God and for the good of the people around him. And now we've been sent with that same purpose, to do the will of God and to seek the good of others around us. No matter where you are, no matter how old you are or what your vacation is or what season of life you're in, wherever you are today, because he has risen, Jesus has given us the same purpose he has had, to glorify God and to seek the good of others. We have a purpose that is far bigger than ourselves. And the third thing that we see in this, in this text, because Jesus is risen, is that we can have the very power of God himself through his spirit in us, making us alive to live new for him. Jesus says, and when he, when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. Man, I think sometimes we look at living for God and it just seems so, so beyond ourselves. You know, to, to live out this purpose of, of glorifying God and seeking the good of others, it's too big of a task. There's too much to ask for. It's too difficult. But what Jesus says is that because he has risen, he's able to give us the power of the Spirit to live in us. The same power that rose Jesus from the dead lives inside of you and me if we have faith in him. And we are made able to live out the purpose and the mission and the peace that God has for us in Jesus. He empowers us with the Holy Spirit. And so because Jesus is risen, we see here with these disciples that their lives are forever changed. They have the, the peace of God. They have the purpose of God and they have the power of God to live for him. But it's not just these disciples, right? It's, it's Mary and Martha and it's Timothy and it's Titus and it's Barnabas. And we, we see all these lives that are changed and made different because he is risen. But it's it's not, just, it's not just them either. It's me. My life is different today because he has risen. I have peace with God. My sin's forgiven. I have a purpose to live beyond myself and I have the power of God in me. But it's not just me. It's, it's some of you as well. Your life, 
Your lives have been different, have been changed, have been made alive because he is risen. There is no greater inflection point in the history of the world than when Jesus rose from the dead. Nothing else can compare to that. Because he has risen, everything changes. Because he has risen, we are, we are given the opportunity to have peace with God again, for our sins to be forgiven and to be reconciled back to God. Because he has risen, we are given a purpose that is greater than ourselves, to glorify God and seek the good of others. Because he is risen, we are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit to go and to live differently. Because he has risen, everything changes. What about you? Have you been changed by this truth? Have you trusted Christ? Have you trusted the gospel that that his life, his perfect life, and then his death and his resurrection are what would enable us to be made right with God? The Bible invites you to trust Christ, invites you to to be a part of his family. In Acts chapter 3, it it says to repent and turn back, that your sins may be blotted out and that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. The invitation is to repent and believe, to turn from trusting in yourself and to instead trust Christ. Because he has risen, he, he is who he says he is. He is trustworthy. And he will forgive our sins and make us right with God. Have you believed that? Have you trusted that? Is your life different today because he has risen? Our prayer and our hope is that this Easter, you would see Jesus, believe him, and trust him with your life. Happy Easter. Thanks for tuning in to the Austin Life Church Podcast. To help support us, please take a second to rate and review us on iTunes and visit us at austinlifechurch.com.